Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Streets of San Francisco. A Quinn Martin production. Starring Carl Malden. Also starring... Kimmy! I got one name, Tonight's episode, Mr. Nobody. And that is who I am. Welcome to this episode number 1067. It is a Monday episode. If you're listening to this, the day it is uploaded. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Everybody, 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 everybody. Hi. Hi there. I am your host, Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. That's me and the hero of this story and every single one before it is Kimmy. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. Welcome to this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. I'm glad you're all wide awake, at least you appear to be, for a Monday episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, my good, big, huge, wild, gigantic question for you for this Monday is, are you ready to play Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia? I'm ready. Well, that's good. But before we do, we have a special announcement to make, Kimmy. Ooh. Yes. A good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show will be making an appearance real soon. He will be appearing in Central Florida coming up in the month of December. Matter of fact, right before Christmas time will be an opportunity for you to get a great, unique gift at this person's appearance. And that person is... The Voice of Space Ghost, George Lowe, will be appearing in Central Florida at Smash Comics and Games in Sanford, Florida on December 17th, a Saturday. If you untie me, I will. Hi, kids. Space Ghost here. You're listening to Riley and Kimmy on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Uh, Can you just loosen the hands up a little? Oh, that is heaven. It's... Riley and Kimmy time. It's Riley and Kimmy time. It's Riley and Kimmy time. They do not like my rhyme. It's Riley and Kimmy time. It's Riley and Kimmy time. It's Riley and Kimmy time. Screw it, I'm done. Yes, George Lowe will be at Smash Comics in Sanford, Florida. That is Saturday, December 17th. I guarantee it'll be unlike anything you've ever experienced. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Uh, his autographing is different than anybody else's. It is worth the time. It is worth visiting george if you love space ghost definitely come by smash comics and games and that is in sanford florida december 17th you know we actually got george to sing quite a few uh, songs for the mm-hmm. riley and kimmy show we might be yeah. uh, playing those from time to time by the way and you can help out toys for tots while you're at smash comics and games they have the toys for tots drive which is going on bring a brand new unwrapped toy to Smash Comics in Sanford, Florida. That is Saturday, December 17th. Big thank you going out to David Corporone, the owner of Smash Comics and Games, for inviting the Riley and Kimmy Show, and also the Orlando Toy and Comic Con for inviting us to this big, fun event. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is bringing in George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost, to Smash Comics. Yay. Yes, yay. It's going to be fun. It is. We hope to see you. This will be in downtown Sanford, our first visit to Smash Comics. 
and we look forward to being there, and we look forward to seeing you there as well. Fun day. Talked with David before sitting down for this episode, and he's got a lot of things planned. We have a link to David's event page for this uh, event, his Facebook page, and you can find that right on our Facebook page. Links right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. You're excited for this, right, Kimmy? I am. This is fun, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a blast. It is, and you can add to it and also play superhero at the same time by helping out Toys for Tots. Now, Kimmy, back to the big question. Are you ready for the Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia, or did I distract you with uh, the George Lowe thing? I am still ready. All righty. It is a Monday, and Kimmy is wide awake. It is a Monday, and she's not grumpy. November 28th, and if you're listening to this, it means you survived Black Friday weekend. But right now, you are taking part possibly in... I'm not even supposed to say that. According to one of my good friends who owns a local business, he said, please don't say the words Cyber Monday. It is a Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. And... Not supposed to say that word, you know, those, those words. He really mm. didn't want me to do that. But I, I, I had to. It is a Cyber Monday, right, yeah. Kimmy? It is. Yeah. He calls it Cyborg Monday. Oh. Yes, he's a local business shop owner. Please support your local businesses. Don't forget them on this Cyber Monday. It's a Monday, November 28th. Kimmy, we move to the Almanac. We're going to be moving things all the way around in it. It's not all continuous and, you know, linear. It will be jumbled around, sort of like an episode of Quantum Leap. Here we go with the very first one. The question is going to be a year. Now, Kimmy, I want you to get this within two years. We'll give you a two-year plus range, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Plus or minus two years. It was on this date, Elton John and John Lennon, they performed together. Did you know that? Mm, No. Elton John and John Lennon performed together. Okay. They sang a duet of I Saw Her Standing There at Madison Square Garden in New York City. What's so important about this, that show was John Lennon's last stage appearance. What year? Within five. I decided to give you a buffer of five. 1980? It was 1974. The last stage performance for John Lennon. Okay. That's kind of amazing when you think about that, actually. The the last. That that, that was it. Well, that's right. He he did kind of go into uh, seclusion. Say hiding. It was kind of a seclusion, went very private at that time period, Mm -hmm. and then came out for Double Fantasy. You know, the recording was getting ready, you know, in that time frame, he was starting to become more active with that. Moving over to something else happening on this date in history is 1582. No questions. Give me William Shakespeare and Anne Hathaway were married. It was on this date. See if you can get this. Within 20 years, give me, we're giving you a 20 year plus or minus. Captain Cyril Turner of the Royal Air Force gives the very first public example of sky riding. He spells out, hello, USA, call Vanderbilt 7200 over New York's Times Square is where he did that. Can you give me the year within 20 that this was done, skywriting, for the very first time? 1940. Ooh, we said 20, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Kimmy did it. Under the wire. 1922 was done for the very first time. You've seen skywriting before mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember where? Orlando. 
I have no idea, to be quite honest. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was hoping she remembers because I don't remember if it was one of the numerous air shows that I used to be part of with uh, broadcasting things. I don't know if it was one of those or somewhere else. I honestly don't remember. Now, some of the stunt planes used to do, you know, going up with smoke trails and things, but actual sky riding. So on this date, 1925, the Grand Ole Opry makes its radio debut on radio station WSM Nashville. It's 1964, yeah, almost 40 years. It's 1964, Willie Nelson made his debut on the Grand Ole Opry. Moving over to something else happening on this date in history, 1944, the MGM movie musical Meet Me in St. Louis, starring Judy Garland, opens in New York City. It was 1953, in New York City, begins an 11-day strike. Yes, 11-day 11 days without newspapers due to a strike of photogravers. Now, think about that. 1953, I'm sure that was a big deal. Would it be such a big deal today if there was a strike, newspaper strike? No. Kimmy says, no, nobody cares. Nobody would. Except somebody really, really old. <laughs> or, or still wants their coupons. <laughs> All right, Kimmy. On, on this date, pay attention to the year. The year is 1963. This United States president announces that Cape Canaveral would be named Cape Kennedy in honor of his predecessor. The name was changed, by the way, back to Cape Canaveral sometime later. Now, the question is, what U.S. president made that announcement of changing Cape Canaveral to Cape Kennedy? Johnson. That's correct. Now, within five years, tell me when, when they decided to change it back to Cape Canaveral. Um, 1980? No. Within 10 years, in 1973, they flipped it back. Okay. They stopped referring to it as Cape Kennedy. Then it became Cape Canaveral. Reason was because uh, the vote of local residents. Hmm. They wanted it changed back. Moving over to something else happening on this date in history, 1964, the United States launches a space probe Mariner 4 from Cape Kennedy on course, set for Mars. It is on this date, 1979. Ringo Starr's home in Los Angeles, California, burns down. It's gone. Mm. Burns down to the ground. It was on this date, 1979. An Air New Zealand DC-10 flying to the South Pole crashes in Antarctica, killing all 257 people aboard. It's on this date, 1983. The Space Shuttle Columbia took off with STS-9 Space Lab in its cargo bay. It's on this date in history. Kimmy, I'll give you the year. Tell me the recording artist. Tell me the song. It became the fourth single from an album that was quite big. Boy, we have multiple questions for you here. Tell me the name of the, the album. Tell me the name of the single. Tell me the name of the recording artist. I think you can do it with just really one note, but we'll give you more than one note. Here's your clue. I don't need to give you any more than that. Tell me who that recording artist is. Prince. Tell me the name of the song. It's used in the I closing. I Would Die For You. Yes, used in the closing credits. And what is the album it's from? Purple Rain. Yes, 1984 is when that became the fourth single from the album Purple Rain. So on this date, 1989, Prince's song Scandalous from the Batman soundtrack was released. I, I don't remember it, but I do have the Batman soundtrack. I don't remember the title of that song. Mm. Do you? Scandalous? Mm -hmm. 
1989, Romanian gymnast Nadia Comaneci arrives in New York after escaping her homeland through Hungary. It was on this date, 1990, Kimmy, that in Los Angeles, California, law enforcement officials announced that there was not enough evidence to prosecute the lead singer of Guns N' Roses. Who is that? Axl Rose. That's right. Axl Rose was not to be prosecuted for assault on his neighbor. The charge was that Rose had hit her over the head with a wine bottle. That was in 1990. It was 1990. Margaret Thatcher resigns as Prime Minister of Britain. Give me the year, Kimmy. Moving over to the gruesome part of the almanac. Give me the year Jeffrey Dahmer, convicted serial killer, was clubbed to death in a Wisconsin prison by a fellow inmate. Mm. And it was with, and they don't have it here. I remember it because I was working at a radio station when that announcement came out. He was uh, bumped off with a mop handle. 1990? It was 1994 when that happened. It was on this date, 2000. About 9 million people watched a Madonna concert over the internet. 2000, 16 mm. years ago. The 29-minute, six-song event was performed in London in front of 2,800 people, but they had 9 million watch it online. Hmm. I think that internet thing might be a big thing, don't you? Mm. Yeah, I, I kind of do, too. Moving over to notable birthdays today, celebrities and other famous individuals. See if you can identify who this is, Kimmy. Singer, actor, voice actor, author, comedian, and multi-instrumentalist. Yes, he plays multi-instruments. He served as David Letterman's musical director, band leader, and sidekick on the entire run of Late Night with David Letterman from 1982 to 93 and Late Show with David Letterman from 93 to 2015. Who is that birthday person? Paul Schaefer. How old is Paul Schaefer today? 69. That's close enough. You did better than I actually thought you would. He is... 67 today. Moving over to somebody having a birthday, you would have no idea who this is. It's one of my favorite actresses in the world of film noir in that time period. Gloria Graham having a birthday today, born in 1923, died at the age of 57. She's an American stage film and television actress. I recommend highly seeing her in The Big Heat, a 1953 film noir directed by Fritz Lang starring Glenn Ford. And then another Fritz Lang and Glenn Ford combination she was in, Human Desire in 1954. Yeah, and also, uh, by the way, check that out with, uh, let's see, Broderick Crawford's in that one. And if you have a sharp eye, Uncle Joe from Petticoat Junction's in it. That's Edgar Buchanan plays in that as well. He has a very small part. And then, then In a Lonely Place from 1950 with Humphrey Bogart. Fantastic films to check out. She uh, she had a very interesting life. I'm um, not going to go into the sordid details. You can check out the biographies about her, what happened with her husband, one of her husbands. And let me just put it this way. The reason they got a divorce was uh, she was uh, romantically connected with one of his sons. Mm. Uh, yeah. So Gloria Graham, I love her. She has this very unique voice, too. I mean, she uh, she she had heat in the day. And that's Gloria Graham. Check her out if you ever have an opportunity. Many of the retro movie networks run her stuff. See if you can identify this person, Kimmy. He is alive. And we're going to ask you how old he is today within 10 years. He is an American record producer and songwriter. He is best known as the founder of Motown Record Label and all of its spinoffs. Can you tell me who he is, his son, had a big hit 
with Michael Jackson, his son's uh, stage name was Rockwell. Can you tell me who he is? Quincy Jones? No. Um, the founder of Motown. Barry Gordy Jr. having mm. a birthday today. How old is Barry Gordy Jr. today within 10 years? 90? He is exactly 90 years old. Actress Hope Lang, born on this date, 1933, died at the age of 73 in December of 2003. Let's see if Kimmy can identify this next person. Please tell me the name of this song. We're going to give you the year it was released. It was 1977. He is a recording artist, singer, songwriter, arranger, composer, and uh, uh, pianist, and so many other things that are connected to uh, film, too, by the way, because he's done a lot of soundtracks. That's what he really became known for after 1980, or actually in the 80s, became known for that. But before that, he did some pop music. This is actually his biggest pop hit. It was a major hit. It hit number two on the Billboard Hot 100 for three weeks. It was kept from reaching number one by Players Baby Come Back and the Bee Gees Staying Alive. But it did become a gold record. And by the way, the recording artist hates this record now. Mm. Do I have you intrigued? Mm-hmm. See if you can identify who it is. Please tell me the name of the hit single. Here it is. Tell me the name of that song. Short People. That is correct. By whom? Randy Newman. That's right. And give me how old Randy Newman is today within five years. 72. He's a, wow, unbelievable. 73 years old today. You, you get that. And he hates that song. Mm. He thinks there were so many other things that were better on that album. And he hates it. It was a novelty record. He didn't think it should have been taken seriously. And there was a lot of controversy with that song. A lot of, a lot of protests. A lot of people hated it. Some really liked it, and he just could not understand why it was a success mm. in 40. But he, it's not one example. I doubt you'll ever hear him perform that one in concert. And okay. Yeah. Moving over to the actor side of the Almanac today. Kimmy, tell me who this is. Here is your clue, and tell me how old this individual is. An American actor, producer, director, and screenwriter. He is known for his performances in such films as The Right Stuff, he portrayed Mercury astronaut John Glenn in 1983, The Abyss in 1989, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross in 1992, Nixon in 1995, Absolute Power in 1997, and he currently stars in the HBO sci-fi drama series Westworld. Who is he? I don't know. I am floored. You don't remember who plays John Glenn. He looked like John Glenn. Mm-hmm. Ed Harris. Remember Ed Harris? Mm. Do you remember that actor, Ed mm-hmm. Harris? Okay, you do remember Ed Harris. Yeah. How old is Ed I Harris? I just don't today? remember his name. Well, now, now we remember his name. His name is Ed Harris, unless you have short-term memory loss. His name is Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. Got it? All right. How old is Ed Harris today? 75. Boy, hope you never meet him. He is 66 today. Moving mm. over to somebody else on the Almanac. Let's see if this is another one. This might be like pulling teeth for you here from the memory. I don't know if you'll actually, uh, not to be insulting, this is one of those actors I'm not sure if the name is still there. Okay? Here is your clue. Tell me how old this person is too. An American actor, screenwriter, and producer. He is best known for his roles as John Bender in The Breakfast Club and also as Alec Newberry in St. Elmo's Fire. I don't know. Oh, boy. Judd Nelson. Remember him? Mm-hmm. 
How old is Judd Nelson today? Um, 51. He is 57 today. Moving over to the Almanac, Matt Cameron, age 54, American musician who serves as drummer for the uh, bands, let's see, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. See if you can identify this birthday person, Kimmy. American comedian, writer, producer, director, actor, media critic, oh boy, and former television host. He was the host of The Daily Show. And can you tell me who he is? He ran that from 1999 to 2015. Nope. I'm glad we didn't have food on the line on this one today. <laughs> is it just because it's a Monday? Is that what it is? Is it a Monday? Go ahead, shout out the answer. Kimmy should know this one. Okay, it is John Stewart having a birthday today. How old is John Stewart today? The person I think you you do know who he is, right? Yeah, sort of. 56. Uh, sort of. You're close. He's 54. Okay. Oh, boy. Moving over to this person having a birthday. Well, actually was born on this date. No longer with us. Kimmy, see if you can identify who it is. Born on this date in 1967. Died at the age of 39 in 2007 in Hollywood, Florida. She died in her hotel room as a result of an overdose of prescription drugs. Here is the clue. She was an American model, actress, television personality. She first gained popularity in Playboy, winning the title of 1993 Playmate of the Year. She modeled for fashion companies. We'll give you a little bonus clue here. I think you probably know who it is by now, but in case you don't, while performing in October of 1991 in a Houston strip club, she met an elderly oil tycoon by the name of J. Howard Marshall. They began a relationship. Now, during their two-year affair, he reportedly gave her a lot of gifts and then asked her to marry him uh, quite a few times. She divorced her husband, Billy, on February of 1993 in Houston on June 27th of 1994. The 26-year-old unknown person right now, because we're trying to figure out who it is, married the 89-year-old Marshall. They were married in Houston, Texas. The re that basically resulted in a lot of uh, uh, gossip about her marrying him for his money. Now, she reportedly never lived with him, never had sexual relations with him, never kissed him on the mouth more than 10 times. That's her words, never more than 10 times. She, however, maintained that she loved her husband and age did not matter to her. 13 months after his marriage to her, he died in Houston on August 4th, 1995, at the age of 90. Who is that mystery birthday person today? Anna Nicole Smith. You got it exactly right. Anna Nicole Smith. See if you can identify this mystery birthday person, an American actress and singer best known for her scream queen roles in the horror films Final Destination 3 in 2006, Black Christmas in 2006, Death Proof in 2007, where she played the role of a cheerleader. She was in The Thing in 2011. She played... Uh, um, Mrs. Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter in 2012, and she was in 10 Cloverfield Lane in 2016. Who is she? Um, Mary something. Mary something is exactly right. Now, what is the other two somethings? Because she's one of those three name people. Yeah, Mary something something. Yeah, she's Mary something something. What? It, who, who, can you do it? Mary Elizabeth Winston. Winsteed. Winstein. Yes. Okay. How old is she today? Um, 39. She is 32 today, Kimmy. And you know, there were rumors for a period of time she was going to be Wonder Woman. Mm. And I, I think that would have been an excellent choice. And you think I'm nuts? Just check out Death Proof and you can see where I'm going with that. 
Right. Okay. I, I just think she had a good Wonder Woman kind of look going. Moving over to something else in the almanac, Kimmy. I see dead people. It is the death section of the almanac. See if you can identify who this dead person is, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. He died at the age of 78 in 1993. He was an American comedian. You don't know him for that. He was a television personality. You know him for that, but you really, really, really know him for being a game show host. He hosted many game shows, one of them being I Got a Secret. Then there's another one that he was host of, and it is this one. So you can identify the theme of that TV show. Here is the game show. It's a lie, lie, pretending to lie. I never know why you don't know Now, it's a Monday, Kimmy. We're trying to be easy for you here. Can you tell me the name of that game show? To tell the truth. I'm a fool, fool. I've been such a fool. I'm blowing my cold with you right now. To tell the truth, 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 truth. You say you went home early last night. The book you read got a smile, and that's why you took your phone off the hook. And never to get my call. Yes, Kimmy, I, I I wanted you to get a little bit of that great theme song there. That's one of the best, isn't it? It's awfully long. <laughs> Wasn't that one of the best game shows of all time? Themes, I mean. Mm. Yeah, you didn't like that one? Oh, it's okay. very long. Okay, Kimmy. Can you identify who that game show host is who passed away on this date in history? Can you tell me the name of that host? No. Hi, friends. Welcome to To Tell the Truth. Our first guest today relies heavily on whether the people he comes in contact with have very good memories or not. That is Gary Moore, Kimmy, who passed away in 1993 at the age of 78. After being diagnosed with throat cancer in 1976, he retired from the television industry. Okay. All righty. Moving over to one other who passed away on this date. We have a clue for you or two. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Died in 2010. Canadian-American actor and producer. Born in 1926. Died at the age of 86 years of age. He was an actor, comedian, and producer. He appeared in more than 100 films and 150 television programs. He portrayed more than 220 characters during his career. He played in films like The Forbidden Planet. He was a love interest to Anne Francis's character. He played in The Poseidon Adventure, but is more well-known for comedy films like Airplane and the Naked Gun film series. He played Mr. Magoo, too, in the live-action 1997 movie. Can you tell me who he is? Leslie Nielsen. Unbelievable. She got one. Way, way to go, Kimmy. Yes. Congratulations. Thanks. Passed away at the... He passed away in, in 2010. Fantastic. You actually got one. I, yeah. I, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. We can always do better, right? Sure. Couldn't do any worse. We can always do better, right? Yeah. Okay. Thumbs up, right? It's a Monday. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll just chalk this one up to a Monday edition of the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, something we talked about on the Almanac, I think we'll feature right here and go back in time and, 
and, and do a, a little tribute to here with the golden age of radio. Radio was And that's O'Reilly and Kimmy show. Going back in time right now and, uh, and honoring Gloria Graham, whose birthday is today, we have uh, an old-time radio example of her work. She, she didn't appear in a lot of things. A lot of uh, actresses at her time and actors did a lot of Golden Age of Radio. She did not. But we do have something that's very special that she was on. And I think it's a Monday. It's a perfect kind of thing because everybody wants to uh, relax and you know maybe add a little laughter to a Monday. And we have a great way to do that with... Martin and Lewis. Gloria Graham was on their show. She was special guest. And we have that uh, rewind episode here right now as we pay tribute to Gloria here on the Riley and Kimmy show. Ladies and gentlemen, for our season's finale, we wanted a guest star who was really something super special. And the one we had in mind was very difficult to get. True, true. Oh, so true. We begged, cried, pleaded, would have got down on a bended knee to her. And all that didn't help. No, she insisted on getting paid. <laughs> Anyhow, she finally consented to appear because she's a great fan of mine. She's a great fan of mine, too, Dean. She thinks I'm another Kirk Douglas. Just look at this fan letter she sent me. Dear Kirk. She's not very smart. Look the way she spells Kirk. J-E-R-K. Oh. Anyhow... <laughs> Well, that's because, ladies and gentlemen, our guest became a sensation overnight, but it wasn't until this year's Academy Award that she received the recognition she so richly deserved. So now, house for a king-size Chesterfield welcome for the best supporting actress of the year, Miss Gloria Graham! Thank you, Dean. Well, welcome to the show, Gloria. You know my partner, Jerry? Oh, yes. I met him once down at the beach while I was digging for clams. I guess I dug a little too deep. <laughs> now, now, just hear this for a minute. I don't take that from nobody, Miss Graham, so put up your dukes. Jerry, you can't fight with Gloria. She's a girl. She's warm, tender, delicate, soft. Well, that does make a difference, Miss Graham. Yes? Want to wrestle? <laughs> Well, Gloria, when a girl is as exciting as you are, you can't blame a guy for trying. Oh, women, we're all overrated. Take away a woman's hair, lips, figure, and legs, and what have you got? I don't know, but I'd like to start a collection. <laughs> After all, a woman is nothing but a rag, a bone, and a hank of hair. Shake hands with a happy junk dealer. <laughs> Fellas, it's a pretty horrible commentary on our times. When will men start to be interested in a woman's brain? As soon as they start wearing sweaters on their heads. <laughs> Gloria, you sound like you're dissatisfied with just being a great picture actress. Well, in a way, I am. You work hard, day and night, for a couple of years. And when it's all over, what have you got? A million bucks. <laughs> That's the only thing that keeps me going. That figures. <laughs> Fellows, the real burning ambition of my life is to produce a picture. If you do, I've got a great title for it, The House of Wax. Maybe Gloria wants to produce a cowboy picture. In that case, we'll call it The House of Wax Goes West. Splendid. No, fellows. What I want to produce is a biography, the story of some famous man, like maybe Mr. Henry Kaiser, the automobile tycoon. Yeah. 
He started off as a barefoot boy with no shoes, and now he has millions. Gosh, who shines them all? <laughs> well, Gloria... <laughs> well, Gloria, if it's a man who's accomplished something that you're interested in, how about doing the story of my life? That's right, Miss Graham. Dean once had his picture in a magazine. Really? What did he do? I switched to Manischewitz. <laughs> so what? Lots of people have switched to Manischewitz. When they're five years old? <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. I was six. You know, Jerry, I'd be more excited about doing the story of your life. After all, you went from rags to riches. Then came income taxes. Back to rags again. <laughs> but such lovely rags. I'd love to capture you on film. You have a very unusual face. I can explain that, Gloria. You see, his father and mother were related. <laughs> yeah, that's why I look so much alike. <laughs> yes. Of course, all this calls for story preparation. Jerry, how about some background material on your life? Well, Miss Graham, I was born in Newark, U.A.S. You mean U.S.A., United States of America? No, U.A.S., under a sink. Oh! <laughs> and you see, there were 14 kids in a family. Here's a picture of us all. What's this standing behind the 14 kids, a duck? No, that's the stork with his legs worn down. <laughs> time I was born. Doctor, doctor, can I see my child? Yes, Mr. Lewis, here he is. <laughs> darling, darling, it's a boy. A what? It looks like a what, but it's a boy. <laughs> but doctor, he looks so puny. You think he'll live? Is there any hope? Well, that depends on which way you're hoping. <laughs> oh, darling, just look at him. He has such tiny nails. All babies have tiny nails. Grown out of their heads? <laughs> well, darling, we'll need a name. What shall we call it? Maybe if we don't call it, it'll go away. <laughs> got a name, darling. Let's call him Melvin. Melvin? <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to call him something else. Have you got any inspirations? Well, I don't know. What does he look like? Oh, we couldn't call him that. Never. My father became meaner and meaner to me. He wouldn't even take me to the zoo. He figured if the zoo wanted me, they'd come and get me. <laughs> the next turning point in my life came years later. Mother and father were sitting in the kitchen talking. Franchard. What do you want now, Reba? You'll have to do something about our son, Jerome. Every day he stays in after school and empties the inkwells. So what? When I was a kid, I used to stay after school and empty the inkwells. Into your pocket? <laughs> Our boys are dope at school. I know that. Look at his report card. 
He, he hasn't passed one subject. Oh, but history, arithmetic, and geography are difficult subjects. I know, but how could he fail lunch? <laughs> Who's there? It is Jerome, your man-child. <laughs> Father, today is my 18th birthday, and you said when I was 18, you'd give me permission. Permission to what? Come in the house. So I did, yeah. You can come in, son, but first wipe your feet on the mat. Very well, Mummy. Well, what's taking you so long to wipe your feet? First I have to take off my shoes. (laughs) Well, I'm in. I'm ready to eat the other children. They're outside. Jerry, you got the period in the wrong place there. The period in the wrong place? Yes. Oh, oh. I'm ready to eat. The other children, they're outside. (laughs) That's better. Jerome, now is the time to get a job like your brother, Willie. Yeah. He's working in a department store. He's singing music at the music counter and selling perfume at the perfume counter. Yes, son. The next time you go to the store, if you hear anything or smell anything, it's Willie. (laughs) Major and Pater, I have a surprise. I've already planned my own career. Unbeknownst to you, I've been taking a course at correspondence school. Oh, that's wonderful, Jerome. What have you been studying? Squirrel trapping. (laughs) Oh, truly am I blessed. (laughs) My boy, a squirrel trapper, will ding, ding, ding and call out the law. The only chance for you, son, is to marry the wealthy girl your father and I picked out for you. Here's a picture of her. I'm sorry, but I must hurt you, Mater and Pater. I'm in love with our neighbor. She's the girl of my dreams. Oh, but son, she's a bubble dancer. That'll give you a rough idea what I dream about. (laughs) Mother, I've asked Jerome's intended to come here. Please, leave the room. But why can't I stay? Because what I have to say to her is not for a lady's ears. And besides, we need you to play the part. (laughs) (laughs) Who's there? It's just honey child, honey child. Miss Cindaloo, Melissa Ann, Dixabelle, Magnolia, Cornporn, Chicklin, Calhoun. Cindy Lou was British. <laughs> Come on in. Hello, Pappy Levitch, y'all. You all sure ain't dressed to meet a lady, you all. What's that y'all wearing, you all? Just my over, you all. <laughs> oh, shucks and hominy grits. You all ain't from the South. You can always tell Southern gentlemen by their drawl. Well, he's wearing his under his over, you all. <laughs> Miss Cindy Lou, Melissa Ann, Dixabelle, Magnolia, Corn, Pone, Chit, and Calhoun, ma'am. I ain't gonna have no bubble dancer marrying my son. Oh, but honest, honey child, I won't besmirch the family's name. I've only been arrested once. Pappy. Show enough. Showed a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Cindy Lou, Melissa Ann, and stuff like that there, Calhoun. If you marry Jerome, I will become a him. 
Shucks, everybody knows that he'll meet up with Dean Martin and wind up on the Chesterfield program. Who told you that? A fortune teller down south. She reads tobacco leaves. <laughs> my dear, marriage to you would ruin my son's career. In 1953, Martin and Levitch toured Europe, and they found out the public doesn't go for performers like you in England. True, Dad, but in Italy, she'd be a sensation at the wine festival. <laughs> Me, a bubble dancer, become a sensation at the wine festival? But how can you be sure? It's a cinch. Instead of bubbles, you'll use grapes. <laughs> Real great, Dean. Just wonderful. Well, thanks, Gloria, and thanks for giving our sign-off for the summer such great trooping. Yeah, Miss Graham. Say, how's about having a date with me tonight after the show? Well, I'm sorry, Jerry, but I expect to be tied up. That should make it more fun. (laughs) 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 We're we're going to be tied up tonight, too, Jerry, if we got to unpack all the presents we bought in Europe. I certainly envy you fellows. You picked a perfect time when you went to Europe. Ah, to be in Scotland when the heather is in blossom. Ah, to be in Smirnoff when the vodka is in bloom. <laughs> well, anyhow, thanks for inviting me on your program. Our pleasure, Gloria. We want to thank you for coming. That's right, Gloria, and we also want to thank all those nice people connected with the show for having made this season such a happy one. Plus, of course, a deep bow of gratitude to our wonderful audience. Yes, thanks, all you cats and hound dogs. It's been real crazy. <laughs> well, I've got to run, fellas. Good night, Dean and Jerry. Good night, Good night Gloria. Gloria, and thank you. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.